Hey y'all, welcome, welcome to Superhouse. This is episode 54, and it's just me and Andrew. So let's yeah, see how this goes. <laughs> All right. Episode 54, and this week we're going to be talking about John Wick 2 mainly, and then we're going to get to uh, kind of a follow-up to our mini-episode, uh, the Batman Director News. And then that might be it. This might be a little bit quicker episode than usual, but still not quite a mini. So uh, here we are. And uh, Maddie, so your thoughts on John Wick Chapter 2. <laughs> Um, I mean, I had a really good fucking time watching that movie, man. That was a lot of fun. I liked the first one a lot. I, so I was like, I hadn't seen, I'd only seen it once, the John Wick, the, I'd only seen it once. So, and I, I liked it, but I wasn't like sold on it because I mean, I've kind of seen this movie before, you know, and right. You know, it just, it's been a while, but I was like, ah, all action movies are kind of the same. So I like, I bought it because like playstation had a sale and then i bought like a uh, playstation view and they were already streaming it for free i was like god damn it but um i uh, i rewatched it and had a lot more fun with it the second time i think just because usually when people and like because i i didn't see it when i came out in theaters so i heard a lot of people talking about how great it was and how it's the best and blah 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 sometimes that can ruin your perspective on going to see a film so second time I had way more fun with it and I actually got like even more excited for the second part. Cause it's like, where they're going to go. This John Wick one is such a self-contained movie. You could just basically end it and be like, <laughs> that's John Wick. Hope you guys don't want another one, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, I think two for me, like had the same, I think it takes place like two weeks after the events of John Wick one, which I think is always smart. Like, let's just keep it moving. Right. I don't need to see where John Wick is in a couple of years. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like this story needs to be something that's fast, like all three chapters or however many they do, except for this, for it, especially for this first run. Like if they just do three that takes place in like a month or two, that would be cool because you're like, oh, all right, this, things are happening. And then if they did like a couple more, it could be like years later or whatever. But um, yeah, I just thought it was good, solid action movie. Like I, I don't think Keanu Reeves is a great actor, but I, like I watch him in anything, man. Like he's just, I always <laughs> yeah. want to see what he's doing. He's picking good stuff. I actually have on Constantine uh, right now. Yeah. Um, uh, I just, he is so good at doing action stuff though. Like he puts his, like where he is missing up, like giving you like a decent acting performance. He can fucking do action, dude. Like, and it looks like he's been doing it for years. You know, right. like I thought some of the gun battles were just insane. I was like, how the hell did you guys think of this? It's like, I'd say some of the action scenes for me were probably on par with like the raid movies, like just like how fluid they were and how it didn't seem like they were just like, these were thought out. And that's why you go see John Wick, man. You want to see cool gun battles and like the, his stunt team and the people he works with just killed it throughout this entire movie. Uh, I really liked how they kind of the mythology that is John Wick with like the, uh, assassins you know the continental i think is the name of the hotel that he goes yeah, to yeah um, i love all that and just like what's hat like you don't really like this is just like the tip of the iceberg of like what goes on in this community because when you meet him in the first one he's just there for revenge he doesn't really give a shit about anything you know like he follows the rules and stuff and like whatever happens but he's like mainly there for the revenge part of it so this time he's a little more you get a little more of that and that's what i liked about this film uh, I said, I think I t texted or uh, messaged the Superhouse group and was like, ready for chapter three, you know, like, yeah, that's right. This says something when I get out of a movie and just like, all right, where's the next one, man? I'll watch it tomorrow. You know, let's see. 
But um, yeah, I was trying to think of anything that like, I'd say the only thing that bugged me is like my experience at the theater. Like the movie <laughs> just starts, characters are pop because everyone basically dies in the first one who's of any importance except for the continental manager, you know, like everyone right. dies. So this girl and this couple are sitting next to me and she's like, who's that? I wanted to be like, girl, we all just started watching this movie. We don't know who the fuck that is. No, that's John Wick. <laughs> yeah. And that's fucking it at this point. And she was like, well, what'd they do? Who's this? And I was just like, dude, I'm about to. Oh my God. Oh, I hate it when shit like that happens, man. And then, he, then the guy would just talk and be like, oh, it's that. And I was like, God, dude, shut the fuck up, man. I'm just trying to enjoy this movie. I'm fine with someone being like, you know, if something really fucking cool happens, you're holy fuck. Like, I, those are fine. But when you're having conversations about what the fuck's going on, I just don't need it, man. I just sh shut up, sit down, because that's what everyone else is doing. That's like theater etiquette. You don't say anything. Like, if right, it's funny, right. laugh. If it's like an intense moment, gasp. I don't know. Like, <laughs> normal reactions people can have. That's fine. I get it. Right. You know, I keep it self contained for the most part. And when something's like really, when I see a Star Wars movie, sometimes it's hard. But, um, <laughs> you know, like besides that, I had a really great time watching it. Uh, I, you know, these directors, I'm excited to see what they do after this John Wick because I'm they're going to be doing this for at least another two years till they finished up like a trilogy, which is I assume what the studios want. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'd really like for them to handle like a maybe a comic book property or, you know, I don't know. Man. Well, that guy but, is uh, going to Deadpool, right? Took over 10 million oh, it, jobs. Oh, I didn't know if he was or like what the whole thing with Deadpool was either. I mean, it'll be great. The action will be good. That's for sure. Just hopefully like the whole, the great thing about Deadpool is the comedy. So right, like, right. the action scenes were solid in that movie. That's good. Um, but I I don't know. I just want Tim Miller back, man. Like I got kind of upset that he like. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's. Uh, but it got popular. To, couldn't keep the band together. Yeah. Right. Like after one movie, man. Like, yeah. Jesus. That's what happened, like man. One album. I to work on Terminator now. I, and, you know, like, that's cool. I mean, I'd like another good Terminator, but fuck, man. Like, stay with Deadpool, man. Like, I don't know what the, you know, whatever their differences were. I'm like, you guys couldn't work that shit out for that, for that cash, yo. Right, right. I, I know. Uh, or just, like, making a good movie. But... I actually posted in Reddit one time, you know, why, you know, I don't understand Rick Famuyiwa and Tim Miller. If you got on a comic book pro property, wouldn't you do anything to stay on that shit i don't understand why you would leave i know there's creative differences but wouldn't you try forever to stay on and you know some people responded like well you know creative differences are a big deal for artists and shit like that and i was like i, I get it but just as a fan that it seems like that would be the best job in the world is to d direct a comic book movie yeah I just, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Cause it's not like, I mean, I guess like most of the time when you're, some of these people have been in the industry and been like, I don't know, like it's hard to think from like our standpoint where we would like, if any of Superhouse were like, we were working on any kind of comic book movie, just make our fucking day, you know? Yeah. Um, and I guess it's hard to kind of picture like someone who's been in the industry for a while, uh, you know, done things. They're very popular. Gets paid very well, so he can kind of like after you make Deadpool one and the hit it is, you can yeah. kind of go do anything at that point. You know, it's just like and kind of picking the project. So, but I just it's weird to not stay on for Deadpool two. Like, if it's a casting choice or something like that, like man, just like roll with it. Maybe you'll get a good performance out of the person you didn't want, or you know, right. So I, I don't get it, but that that's cool that they're directing uh, John Wick or uh, that the John Wick guys will be doing Deadpool too. 
So I guess that'll be in between the John Wicks then. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, they 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 chose that director because the writers have the comedy down. Yeah. So uh, they just need somebody that can direct action well. Yeah, so I mean, it's a good little uh, mix there. And Tim Miller wanted to go full on action and lose the comedy as maybe I'm simplifying what really happened, but that's kind of the story I've been told. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, dude, this is, this is Deadpool. We got to keep this comedy. So well, yeah, he had, I mean, he had, he basically left and I mean, his career is still skyrocketed. So, and James Cameron gets the rights to Terminator back in like 2019. And that's, yeah. what, that's, so it's going to be a James Cameron produced Tim Miller directed Terminator. That's the plan. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how what that movie's like, or like, oh god, I just, I, I just want a Terminator movie with like without Arnold in it. Like, I just want more of that universe and just like no reference to him. Just, I don't know. I don't even know what the story could be. I'm sure there's some great comic book stories out there that like were written that would be like, oh, it's to be a great fucking movie. But I don't know. It's like out of all the things that James Cameron could put, that could put his name on, and Tim Miller could too. It's like, come on. Like you guys could have like any property you wanted to do whatever you want with at this point. Like there's yeah. nothing else out there that like sounds good to you. He's been talking about that Battle Angel Alita forever too. I know, but he's got like five fucking avatars coming out. So, <laughs> uh, which I, I don't. He literally I don't, does. He has four. He has four avatars going to be filmed simultaneously. Oh my god, dude! Is like Sam Worthington <laughs> even in them? Like who two, cares at this point? Two to five are being filmed simultaneously. Dude, that's ridiculous, man. Like, you just lock those actors in for, like, what? <laughs> the rest of their careers? None of them have anything else going on, though. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I guess... I mean, they're I all rich as hell did. from Avatar, Avatar probably, yeah. but... I just, like, who... I mean, besides James Cameron, I think he's the only one who wants us and the actors who need jobs. And somebody said, too, online, that Avatar is was insanely popular when it was out. It got decent reviews... But it's had, and it's the biggest you know money maker of all time as far as movies are concerned. It beat Titanic. Yeah. But it ha- has had almost no cultural impact. Nobody, there's no like famous lines. Nobody remembers any scenes. It, it's it just came and went. You know, t- Terminator had you know I'll be back and all this, and then t- Titanic had the uh, hand on the, ste- the steamy window. Yeah. The, you and know stuff like Celine that Dion song. I'm, I'm the king of the world and that song yeah so his movie you know movies under his own in his own track record or whatever they've uh they had cultural impact but avatar it's weird because it just made so much money but nobody remembers shit about it i guess you could say almost the same thing about a bit the abyss because i've seen <laughs> it a lot so i remember a lot but i don't think if you're like name me something that happens in the well no i don't know i guess the first time you see the like Cause that was the first time like CG was kind of used like way within the water particles. Yeah. So I guess that was pretty like ahead of its time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's known for the uh, effects. It's just, yeah. he's always so good with the effects, man. I feel like avatar wasn't that good with effects though. It was okay. Anyway, back I... to wick real quick. <laughs> uh, I haven't said, said anything about it yet. Uh, I, I liked it, but I gotta say I didn't love it. It's just, when you have two movies with a plot real thin like that, it, I think it starts to show that like it's, they're decent. They're not bad. It's definitely not bad. Neither one of them. I mean, obviously the star of this movie is the action, 
Yeah. I mean, even more than Keanu Reeves, I think the, I mean, of course he's the star, but it, people go for this type of action. I think we're so used to superhero movie action now. When you see a, a slightly more realistic, not that it's realistic, but it's more realistic than superhero stuff. Yeah. With a realistic portrayal of guns. Um, well, a more realistic portrayal or guns at all. There's no guns in a lot of superhero movies. Yeah. So, and the way, you know, there's, there's basically gun porn, you know, they're talking about guns and the way he like, uh, well, a, the way he handles the guns, his stances, the shooting, there's like a bajillion headshots. There's guns yeah. in the middle of jujitsu moves. Uh, <laughs> there's the God, what else? I mean, there's that scene where he's like shopping for the guns and they're like, will you be, will they spoilers, by the way, they're going to be, you want them sent to your room, Mr. Wick? And it's like, yeah, uh, yes. You yeah. know, uh, I think that shit is awesome. And I, I think I liked the fight with common more, oh, than, <laughs> more than the last fight. There's something a bit, the you know i don't know if I, I haven't seen it lately but i just feel like a room with a bunch of mirrors it's just <laughs> kind of feels like it's been done a lot but yeah. i will say i haven't seen it lately so maybe i'm just talking out of my ass i mean it reminded me of the key and peel sketch where they're kind of making fun of horror movies that do that yeah uh, uh but i mean not that i don't want to talk too much shit about the movie i mean it's if you like the first one it's pretty this is what you fucking get although yeah. there is a lot more world building with the yeah i mean i don't remember much about it but was there a lot of continental shit in the first one he just goes there that one time and they like like they know who he is like that's why i like the the second one they kind of like expanded on rules and i, I like that part too but it i, I the, the part with the bookkeeper girls i mean don't get me wrong they they were hot as fuck i mean not the old ones there was like old and younger women in there Dang, andrews and the grannies i mean my my, uh, you know, one part of me is saying, I'd love to watch a porn of this, but the other, part, the other part of me is like, is this sexist? Like, yeah, these, I, these, there's, there's, there's literally no dudes being the secretaries here. They're literally all women in pink shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it just like my, that would, they did that. There was like, know. I think one scene in the first one where they do that. Oh, um, really? I and think so. Like old rotary phones and shit. Uh, the art direction's cool. I, I like the way they look, but they're literally the bookkeepers of the assassination club called Continental, right? And there's yeah, they're all women. Maybe I've been living in LA too long, but that like sent a that sent a, a signal to me. But uh, I mean, again, I've, they look a lot of the younger ones looked great. But that's yeah. kind of a small part of the movie, but I'm just kind of picking it apart at this point. I see um, where it could yeah. be unnecessary and you could have trimmed off like 10 minutes of that movie. Yeah. Like it should just be a phone call, you know, and it'd be like, oh, the contract's out. Yeah, they really but, wanted but, to show some, some some girls. I guess there really aren't. The, were there a lot of girls in the first one? Basically none, right? Uh, there's that one assassin girl that like breaks uh, the yeah. continental code. Dude, I um, wish the, the assassin girl was better in this one I, they built they were kind of building her up to be this badass i felt like the one that uses yeah. sign language yeah and she never she had a fight scene of course and it just i mean look it was a good fight scene compared to other movies because this is john wick we're talking about yeah but i feel like it could have been better as uh, yeah on john wick standards i really feel like 
I mean, I think they build kind of common too, but I did not expect that common fight scene to be that good. And like yeah, he can, he can move. They man. had multiple fight scenes, which I <clears throat> yeah. thought was great. And spoiler, yeah, he doesn't actually kill common. You don't actually see common die, so I assume he's going to play another part. He's the, the he's the fucking sequel, right? He's John Wick three. Yeah, and well, to get into spoilers, so if you don't want to know how this movie ends, um, stop just turn now. the shit off. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but I thought it was very interesting that he breaks the code at the very end. So now John Wick three is going to be a totally entirely different movie. He has no one on his side. Maybe no like rules. John Leguizamo or like some of the characters that like, you know, maybe some people who want to go against the code or whatever. But now he's like right. an open contract. Like anybody can hunt this motherfucker down. Right. Which I think is very interesting because he's like, when we see him running, he's still in New York. So like this gives the opportunity for him to maybe go somewhere else because he does go to Rome in this one, which I thought was cool. Uh, yeah. I also thought it was very hilarious one. Like, you know, when you watch an action scene, someone gets thrown downstairs, you're like, oh, fuck, that sucks. And then they do it like three times in this movie. Yeah, it was, and I was like, it, was, it was like a bit of comedy. It was like, oh, yeah. my God, dude, this is ridiculous. But it worked. It was just like, all right, because they're both badasses. We've established yeah, this. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, that those fight scenes were really cool. Like, I actually, I know the movie's called John Wick, but when he was fighting Common, I thought, I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, Common might kill this motherfucker. Is Common going to be the next John Wick? Like, what's happening? I know, um, that would be crazy, right? But um, and then the Ruby Rose who plays the like girl assassin in it, um, yeah. I I thought her fight scene was gonna be a little bit a little better, but I did like how intense and fast it was. Yeah, like there was no yeah. fucking around. It wasn't like the common fights or some of the other ones. It was literally like she's just like a force of like, it was just, she she was so intense, man. Like I was like, holy fuck, yeah. they were like, this looks really fast. She tried to bang him in that bar scene, right? Um, I it's think like, I buy you a drink, right? Yeah, I don't think she was trying to bang him. I think she was just like, I'm going to get you. And that because they set her up like she's going to be like stuff like that in little moments. Like, I'll see you soon or whatever. It's just like, holy right. fuck, man, this girl's going to fucking like beat the shit out of John Wick. They make it Which seem I, like John Wick speaks every language ever, too, by the way. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's he's a cool. fucking it's, international assassin. So, that's yeah, true. Man. I know. I love that shit, man. But yeah, I, I just, I like them. I think they're cool, fun movies. Um, and like you're kind of saying in a, like normally our cinematic experience is very like based on a comic book kind of action style. I'm not saying that that stuff's not good or fun or those action scenes aren't fucking great, but it's nice to see like a more precise, like tactical, like just like, you know, I know it's like how you would not go into a situation like that, but right. it's fun that it is like more planned out. Like they, like th these movies center around these action pieces. Like that's why I brought up the raid because it's like, that's what you're, that's what you're making. Like you're, you're making trying, these trying to be as as real. I mean, of course the fights aren't aren't no, hundred percent real, but they're they're a lot more real than a lot than other movies, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just hard to watch those and be like, man, someone can do that. But I'm like, well, there's probably dudes out there that can. So, but um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked it. I really like uh, I, the one thing I like about the action scenes are is like mixing up the jujitsu with like gunshots, like those close yeah. encounters. He Doing had an arm bar with a foot with a gun going off. Yeah. Like shooting somebody in the head, you know, while you're grappling, that shit's, you don't see that much in other movies. No, I, yeah, I like that. It just, I, it was just fun, man. It was a fun time. And you know, I think that's why a lot of people go to the theater. I think John wick gets that. That's why I don't need much of a plot, just something to push it forward a little bit. And I thought there was enough little, little things within it. And like, you know, uh, just like little things like these, like, uh, people who are, 
I guess, like higher up in the assassin, like the guy he goes and does the contract for to kill his sister. Like there's more going on there. There's more story here. It's just, we're getting to it slowly, you know? And I yeah, feel like this the, one was a lot of world building with the whole continental. Yeah. And it made, it made it seem like everybody in New York was an assassin. It's like if yeah. a homeless dude, the girl on the subway, everybody. What about that scene where, uh, there where he and uh common are shooting sniper rounds to each other silently in public Dude, i could have had a great. much longer scene of that i think it for me it lasted long enough i mean i thought it was i think the best thing about the common and uh like john wick fight was that it was trying to like bring a little comedy to it yeah like within the action which is like because it was kind of like it's kind of like a spy versus spy moment or something you know it's like well we, no yeah. we, we might not kill each other but we're gonna try you right. know, and it also shows like how, how kind of badass these two characters are, because like for me they're like, you know, point for point for the most part through a lot of their fight scenes. Right, right. So I mean, I don't know, man. I just it was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, can't wait for chapter three, whatever they have in store for us. I know. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm asking too much from the movie because no one's going to see this movie for for the plot really yeah. i mean they're just going to see it for for insane action and it's good that we have something that's you know again it's not a not a superhero thing because it seems like that's the only action movies that get any traction anymore so um i'm glad i mean i will i'll see the third one uh <clears throat> yeah i mean that's pretty much pretty much like yeah. i said about wick too yeah, I mean, if, you, <laughs> if you're sitting there going, I kind of want to see a movie tonight, what's out? Oh, John Wick 2 should just be what you go see. Right, right. I'm, Andrew hasn't seen Lego Batman yet. I'm waiting for his review. Then maybe you, I'll go see Lego Batman. Dude, my my parents saw it with yeah. my nephew. He's three. He, and it was his first movie in the theater. And my parents loved it. Yeah. I've heard, like, it's really good. Like, there's been good yeah. reviews, so. Lego man, yeah. they're just they're just making all the right moves all the time. Is what it feels like. You know, I never thought I'd get like a Batman movie that's not a Batman movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. like Lego Batman, so it's like it follows some of the, you know, like it's gonna follow a Batman story, but it's gonna be in the Lego verse, you know. So, but they apparently there's 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 old school jokes that only parents will get or older people will get. Oh, cool. And there's they really lean into the whole DC world, is what I heard. I'll let you know in a in a few hours. I'm actually going to see it right after the taping of this podcast. Cool. I wish I could have seen both of them before, but uh, time didn't allow that for me this weekend. <laughs> That's all uh, right. I'm, we yeah. can do it. We can do it for next week. Right. Cause if, I mean, I might go see it. I think I'm going to go see a cure for wellness as well. Cause I think it comes out, does it comes out next week, next week. Yeah. The 17th, I think is when it drops. Yeah. My GF wants to see that. So I will probably be seeing that as well. <laughs> I thought it looked good. I, I'm definitely not against seeing it, but she's definitely sending me over the edge of, of like going sooner than later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whew, and it's I, 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? That bad? Damn. I mean, I'll still see it. I don't give a fuck, but that is disconcerting, at least a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, I, John, John Wick was a bit high. John Wick was a bit high, I think. That shit had 98 or some shit. Yeah. Uh, what? Let's see what it's got right now. Look, as of the recording of this podcast, it's got a ninety-one percent certified fresh. Did you hear that? Like, I was reading that Guardians, like through the test screening, got like hundred. Everyone who's yeah, hundred percent. I was like, ah, come on now. Like, I'm excited for that movie. 
I think it it's dude, it might be like their winter soldier, you know, who knows? James Gunn, man, doing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like I feel like cure for a cure for wellness is gonna be something that probably doesn't do that well at the box office. But then but has its we'll, own, uh, like several years later it will become like a cult classic. Like people will be like, Did you see a cure for wellness? This movie's fucked up. And that's where I'm going. Because apparently the final act is just like fucking crazy. Right. So Oh really? Like, yeah. So I, you know, it's like I guess it's like fucking nuts. Like I feel like it's like a David Lynch film is probably what you're gonna get into where you're like, what the fuck just happened? I thought we were going here and now we're here. So you always gotta see it for yourself. Yeah, and a movie like this that's just kind of the trailer is just so weird. <clears throat> you got I gotta go see what happens, man. Like that's my you shit. Like the darkness. <laughs> I do. I need to know how how dark <laughs> it gets. Uh, fucking uh. Rings got a five percent, bro. Dude, I can't. I can't. It's probably better than five percent. I mean, it can't be that bad, can it's it? It's probably in the thirties, maybe, but five, pretty low, dude. Pretty yeah. low. I know. I saw that because I think Joey and I were talking about. It. He's like, "Oh, what do you think of this?" And I was like, "Well, I don't think anyone asked for it." Um, so that's kind of like because we're not really doing like J horror remakes or anything like that. Movie probably should have came out like couple years after ring two came out <laughs> dude the ring and this this ages us that's about a fucking vhs tape yeah <laughs> you know that and, and people were it's still hard using to find those. VH, it's it's hard it's hard to find a vcr these days yeah it's nuts yeah the only reason i have one is because we didn't take them at uh half price books and this couple was just like we used it like three times when we bought it we just it's it was in the box and they like taped it back up and they're like, oh, and it comes with a remote. I was like, are you fuck? Yes, I'll take that. Because every time <laughs> I look at for VCRs, there's never a remote, man. It's so hard oh, to find. Really? You have a VCR? People lose them. So uh, I, I don't have it with me. It's at my sister's house. She, she hooked it up because like at half price, we would have like 10 cent VHS. So I was getting like random horror movies, like just B movie shit that's like hard to find on DVD or has never been put on DVD for like 10 Dude, cents. Some some movies never never got on DVD, let alone Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, so I like I can think of. I grew up really liking this movie. It's a kind of a formulaic Disney movie, but it's called The Air Up There. It's about, uh, I think, Michael Bacon, what's his name? Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon, I mean. Yeah, he goes to Africa and to, to oh, I know a basketball player. Yeah. I, I, you know, I like that movie a lot. I like, I, I like the African setting and that was never put on DVD, I think. And also that movie with uh, Jonathan Brandis and Chuck Norris sidekicks. Oh yeah. That movie dude, never put on fucking Blu-ray or DVD. Never. Dang. He's it's figured not... since old Chuck. Old yeah. Chuck I Norris know. Was in it. He put it on there, but yeah. those are movies I, mean... I, I kind of wanted to see again, but, uh, I think I did rewatch him in college when I lived with Nate. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, not not since then. It's just weird how some of them just don't make it, man. So, was Ring supposed to be like a reboot? Like, hey, let's get let's get the ring back in people's minds. Let's add several rings. Cuz what they should have done is I read the series of books that the Ring is based on and those they're not like they're not like they're kind of horror novels but not really. Like there's a lot of suspense there. Yeah, but it's more of like a technology kind of book and like the future of. So you basically read Ring, and then it's like Spirals, I think, is the second one. So you read two books, and then you get to the third one, which I can't remember what the name of it is. And you've read these two books with these different characters, but they kind of coexist together. 
Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is cool. I can't wait for the third one. Got to finish it. Then the third one, they're like, oh, just so you know, this is a computer program to see how the ring virus works. You're like, holy fuck. I've read two books <laughs> about three people. And oh, then shit. the third one is about that re- that program and the ring virus coming out into the real world. So you've already seen the effects. And like the third book is like this whole fucking mind fuck, dude. And I was like, that's the those are the movies that they should be making. Just follow the books, man. Like they'll be dry as fuck, but they'd be cool. <laughs> they they never do the fucking smart thing and just follow what the fans already like. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, what they did with The Ring was just, like, it made sense. They made a horror movie. Like, I get it. It's, like, one character that's in the book that, like, you're, like, cool. But now she's just, like, this ghost person who lives within this videotape. Right. I like it. I'm down. That's fine, you know. But um, I don't know. I have no idea what Rings could offer, like, unless it's, like, some more backstory into, like, how to get the curse to stop. I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know why we're talking about this movie. (laughs) Uh, I just had a low-ass score. Yeah, Uh, I, I... Rotten Tomatoes sometimes is most of the time their fresh stuff is very good. Yeah. Which I will say, like, if there's something I've never heard of and it's got like a 70%, like, I'm going to see that. That, you know, it looked good. I'm going to watch it. But sometimes I've seen stuff that's like on their like rotten list. I'm like, this movie's not bad, man. Like, is it the greatest movie? No. But it's a lot of fun. Right. That John Wick score is a little high. I'll agree. I think it's like a 80, 80 to 85. You know? Yeah. I'd say 75. But yeah, it's definitely I mean, it's a fresh tomato at least. Yeah, I mean it's worth your time. Of course, I mean John Wick. <laughs> if you if you want a good action movie, go watch John Wick. There's not a lot out right now. Oh, yeah, it's February. You know? Yeah, fuck it. So we're just all just trying to get to Logan March third. That's all we're trying to do, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, we're just <laughs> plugging through, man. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was that? Oh, uh, we wanted to continue on with the Batman shit. Yeah, sure. So you called it. It's you know at the time of this recording again. It's he's not uh, apparently not a hundred percent confirmed, but more than likely he will be the director. Unless some he hasn't. He's been offered it. Apparently he likes it. He said he's going to do it, but I don't know if he's actually you know signed the contract yet. Yeah. So that's where we're at, I guess. Um, I got to say I, I think it's a good idea. I think. When you watch these Planet of the Apes movies, the only thing I think is, why are these this good? Yeah, these yeah. these could be the worst. These should be the worst thing that I see all year. It's about fucking talking monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> but they're 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 written just so incredibly well, man. I mm-hmm. mean, even the second one was just uh, it could have it could have fallen flat. It could have you know they could have completely lost their mojo. I think you did lose a little bit of like sentimentality factor with, you know, there's no scene, no real scenes with James Franco anymore in that one. But um, the sentimental, you know, the dramatic scenes were good, still good. And it did like make it more epic and darker and violent. And, you know, I don't know. And I'm looking forward to the third one, like crazy. I, I think Woody Harrelson is one of my favorite actors and, Anytime he's in anything, I'll probably go see it, no matter what the fucking Rotten Tomatoes score is. He's going to be in the Han Solo movie, man. I know. He's killing it. Who, who thought this guy would have a resurgence career? I you know. know. It was that fucking True Detective, man. Dude, it's that. and I'm sure those fucking, uh, what is he in, Hunger Games? Is that what he was in? That's true. He's in that shit as well, so the young people yeah. know who he is. Uh, those young millennials. And, I think a lot uh, of those yeah. actors like just had to get over themselves and just start doing like 
because it almost seems like he'll do about anything, you know, like. Oh, hey, man, dude, he was in 2012, remember? <laughs> yeah. He but was the he, best part he, of the movie. Yeah, he was the best part of that movie. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah I think Matt Reeves is a great choice. Um, like Andrew, I like when I when Rise of the Planet of the Apes was coming out, I was like, who cares about this? <laughs> uh, the, the thing that I like that Matt Reeves has done, like what they were trying to like, you had to get a big star in the first one to get people to go to it. Then yeah. this is like, you know, you're going to get like, you're going to get fans of Planet of the Apes to go see it anyway, because they're fans. They're seeing that shit. So that, that's sold. Right. Um, but you need to get a new group of people in. Like, what's a good act, like a, a decent actor. I don't think James Franco is all that great at acting, but, um, <laughs> but, but like, gr- like young people like him. He's relatable to young people. Great. I think he's fine, man. I, I didn't have a problem with him, really. I can no, see not- how he's, he shouldn't be winning the Academy Awards, but he's, you know, he's fine to me. He for me he's a bit of a stretch for a uh, scientist, <laughs> yes. but except it's better a than weed, Mark Wahlberg. Botanist. Yeah, uh, except he is a better move than like say Mark Wahlberg because I've seen he's done a lot of different stuff. So like, um, but like I thought that was a good move. And then when I was like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I was like, man, I don't know. Like who? Like what's Franco gonna do in this? Like is he just gonna be an action hero now? And then it's like whole new cast, and it's all about Caesar and the monk and the apes. And right. I was like, this is the best part of this movie. Matt Reeves to me and like the writers of the of that film were like, hey, this movie's all about this this ape. And like they're to get us to the point of Planet of the Apes one, which I thought was great because like I you don't really care. I don't really care about the humans in most of these movies. Like good actors, you know, I care about them when I'm watching them. But after that, it's like I want to see what Caesar's up to. I want to know what the other apes are up to. Like that's what's so interesting to these movies. Like you're basically going to see these movies because of talking apes you know right like you need to see the progression of caesar and like how he becomes who he is like that's what war is going to be i don't know if there's going to be something after war if it's just going to lead up to planet of the apes but at this point i would almost want a remake of planet of the apes and i know this would be the second one but that the tim burton one is a piece of shit so yeah that was for them to do planet of the apes maybe from the view of caesar would be really cool to see that yeah Um, that'd be interesting just being like about um trying to like get someone to take on that uh, role of uh, Charleston Heston and stuff. Just like maybe change the story up a little bit, see what else you can do with it. Um, but yeah, I like him. It's, I think he's a good choice for Batman. I think he, you know, uh, I mean, he handles, I, he handles action, the action really well, big cast, big budget movie. Yeah. Uh, he did both the first and the second one, right? Um, he didn't do the first one. He did the second one and he's doing more. Oh, okay. So, so I think they called him in because I don't know who did the first one. Probably didn't want to do it. And like, I, I felt like Dawn of Planet of the Apes probably was like, there's some talks. Franco's like, oh, maybe I'll come back for it. I don't know. And then maybe some shit fell through. And like, holy fuck, what are we going to do with this? And then right. I felt like Matt Reeves and the writing team or whatever came in. They're like, this is how we make a sequel. And probably saved that franchise. I mean, in the, in the writing, just the writing in general, I mean, that could be its own... Uh... That, hold on, I, just, I need to close my door. Oh, my door is closed. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, just, I don't know. I've said it before, but it's just, the writing's too good. It's really fucking good. You, you care about every character. Everybody makes sense. Their their motivations are good. The tension between everybody. Um, I mean, uh, what was that? Koba, you know, in the last one? Yeah. It's just, I was just so impressed by, by all that shit. Koba versus Caesar and you know, their whole world and, ah, oh man, it's just, 
it's crazy. And these are technically sci-fi films too, you know. This is based yeah. on, you know, a, a scientific experiment gone wrong in a sense. So, uh, fuck, dude. He, I think it's a great choice. It'll be interesting to see how he handles... I mean, it seems like the way they they want to do Batman is it'll be a smaller movie. They want it to all be in like one location in, in Arkham Asylum. And he has to fight all these guys to get out of the place. And, uh, and you know, even though it's Batman, it's going to be ultimately a bigger movie. But I think set wise, it might be a much smaller movie than what he's been doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good move for like a new reboot of like, we got a new Batman now he's been right. in, you know, we're going to have him before in justice league. So this will be his first, like, because we've already gotten him in, gotten Batman in some big movies, Batman versus Superman, despite how you feel about it. That's a big blockbuster, huge, you know, lots of, lots, lots of locations, lots of sets, just a big movie. Uh, then you're going to have next time we're going to see him is going to be in justice league, which is going to be another huge fucking movie. Yes. You know, like it'll be nice to do something that's kind of more small, more intimate, which I think Matt Reeves will be really good at. Um, I was kind of thinking about he did the uh, Let the Right One In American remake called Let Me In. Um, a lot of people don't like that. Settings changed, whatever. I think it has some merits. Um, but um, it's very small, very like, you know, very small movie. So I know he can do that. And I mean, if they do set it in Arkham, that'll be great because this will be like the first time we'll really get to explore it in a film, you know, like. The, the inner workings of Arkham Asylum, if he does get trapped there, that's like, what well, villains can show up, you're probably going to get some random, like, smaller ones that you never thought you would see on film. Um, I think it's a good way to introduce, like, some of the smaller villains. I mean... It's one of the I, only ways that they could work in a bajillion enemies, a bajillion villain characters, and it not seem like they're just trying to force it. Yeah. Look, they really do want a bunch of characters, as they always do, merchandising and all that. But yeah. if he's thrown into Arkham and each character only has like a scene or two, you know, it, you know, you can kind of see this work. It's it's a smart workaround, and uh, I, and I mean, the Joker being behind all of it. Hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know who else would be in this scenario. Maybe I don't know Riddler. That's a possibility. But uh, I would like to see yeah. like like a Riddler Penguin like recast these guys, see like what actors we could get to play these guys now. Cause there's a lot of talented actors out there. I mean, I like the people who play them on Gotham, but like, that, you gotta that's, have awesome. your... that's the best penguin ever, right? That penguin on the Gotham. Yeah. I actually think the Riddler, the guy who plays a Riddler, like is pretty he's, good. Too. He's good. Yeah. They definitely are, are doing the right thing with that, with that series, as far as kind of updating those other characters that haven't really been in the movies since Schumacher. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would definitely like to see like a, a, a penguin more the style of like the way the penguins drawn because I uh -huh. feel like effects have gotten better. Like prosthetics and stuff. I don't want to CG fucking penguin. So you mean like just a Scott Snyder penguin or whoever. What's the artist's name? Uh, I know he's the either that or just like some of like the like, I mean, I don't mind Danny DeVito's like the look of his penguin either. I'm just that saying the most to me because I was like, you know, we were like eight when that came out. Yeah, but like I guess more of like the uh, the Arkham games, like yeah, Bad yeah. Penguin, oh. like still keeps that classic style, but it's a little updated. Um, something like that, I think, would be fun. Um, I don't the know. Arkham man. Shit, the Arkham shit, yeah. Those those are the, some of the best character designs, man. And the voice acting with him being a, you know, having that kind of Cockney accent. Yeah, that shit's no. great. And yeah, I think I think that is the best version, as far as looks anyway, of Poison Ivy. Uh, yeah. The Arkham Poison Ivy is just 
maybe it's just because she's wearing like booty short type shit, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It's I just mean, a really great version of that character, I think. And Injustice is good too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think she is wearing like booty short flowers or something. I, I I know there's not a lot of clothing on her. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look this up right now. Actually, I want to see. But um, I I, I think like yeah, she's like wearing like a bikini type. Yeah. With a red top. <laughs> like a like a like a plant green a green plant bikini. Yeah. And she's I know. Did she have like a red shirt on it or something? Yeah, red shirt buttoned and then butter. She's basically naked. Let's just say it. Let's just put it that way. But. I mean, you know, whatever. It's comic books, but it's a great design. I think that I think the best thing with Matt Reeves stepping in, like just watching the movies he's done, he gets really good performances out of people. I mean, like this dude has to tell people how to act when they're in weird, like motion capture suits, and we get these amazing performances from these guys who are being apes that can talk. Right. So, like for him to direct Ben Affleck, I think is the most exciting thing about it. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, I don't think Ben Affleck's like an amazing actor or anything, but I think with Matt Reeves or just someone else directing, that's a decent director could get a better performance as Batman out of right. Ben Affleck, you know, like, cause he will tell him like, this is a job to make this movie fucking good. Cause if it doesn't, I mean, not that his career is going to go down, but like if this movie's fucking dope, that Matt Reeves is going to be able to touch anything he wants at this point. Who knows what this guy actually wants to do. It doesn't feel, know? it doesn't feel miscast either. You know, every time you hear something DC announces, everybody's like, what? But yeah. this is one time where it's like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> nobody I mean, really yeah. has anything really bad to say about this. This is like, um, you know, some people wanted Ben Affleck to just direct it, which I, you know, I totally understand. But Matt Reeves, definitely not a bad choice at all. No, I mean, they could have just been like, all right, well, Zack Snyder says he'll do it. But I feel like that, like, we, I just want to get away from the Zack Snyder look. Like, I, I want a different, yeah. I, I know, I know that. Suit's going to be similar. I know we set up this aesthetic, and like Matt Reeves will try to match that aesthetic. But I feel like we're going to get a different overall feel to this the Batman movie, you know? Oh, definitely. So, uh, and that's the thing that's most exciting about it. Because like, if it was just Zack Snyder again, I kind of know what I'm walking into, you know? Yeah. Like I know he can make it up, man. I think while Matt Reeves is doing this, I'd almost really like to see Matt Reeves do a Superman movie too, you know? Because I feel like I do. I mean, yeah. Sure. I f- Why not? I feel like he can handle anything. You know, like if you can make me feel for like apes that is eventually going to like take over humanity, fine. <laughs> Give you any character you want. Um, but um, yeah, man, I just, I feel like DC needs to do like just drop Snyder, just have him on as a producer or something, maybe have him do Justice League 2 or throw something to him. But, I like, could see just, them relegating him to, Justice, to the Justice League series. Yeah, I mean, that would be fine. I like it just... I some way like someone else needs to handle Superman. Like I, I'm not a huge Superman fan, but when I go see a Superman movie, I don't want it to look like that. You know, like I need a different uh, look. I, don't... I think that if you took out, okay, just going off Man of Steel, if you took off the next snap and the way Pa Kent died, uh, I think it would have had a lot more people that liked that movie. I mean, yeah. I. I don't want this to turn to a huge conversation because Man of Steel always does. But I, I mean, I, dude, I love the Krypton scenes in the beginning. I love how they said that Zack Snyder said he based Krypton on heavy metal magazine characters. That's, yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't I think like, it's cool. I thought it was badass. And then I kind of wish there was more like him trying to figure out how to fly 
because it seemed like I don't know. It was kind of weird in the movie where it seemed like he had never even tried to fly before. Like, oh, I guess yeah. I can do this. You know, I don't know. It seemed like, dude, you just never even gave it a shot. But you know that you've been different this whole time. This is nuts. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, yeah, there's I, other stuff like that. But I got, you know, I, everybody knows I'm a man still fan. I liked it. I wish it was better. Of course, Zack Snyder. I wouldn't be sad if he moved away from the series. I don't know who the fuck could direct it. George Miller got me the most excited. Uh, yeah. Again, because I think he's just an old dude. I think there's something about a really old, wise dude. I don't know how wise he is, but I'm assuming I mean, he's he made a Mad Max movie. One, I was like, holy fuck, who's making Mad Max movies at this point? He's an experienced dude, and he obviously knows how to handle action like a motherfucker. And Superman always needs a lot of good action. Yeah. And. Fuck, you know Brad Bird too. You know he's done he's done live action before. I know he's working on uh, he's working on what uh, uh, Incredibles two right now. Yeah, but it would be cool to see him when he's done with that move over to Man of Steel two. But that timeline probably won't work out because you know animation takes forever to make. Yeah, I mean I think any of these guys that we suggested for the Batman could make a good Superman movie. Like a lot of these guys from like that come from the JJ Abrams camp, you know, like right. friends with him or associates or have done something on some of his films. Like these guys are smart, man. They make good movies. Like despite how, like, I mean, I like JJ Abrams, despite how you feel about some of his stuff. I think he, he has a good sense of direction and style and like knows how to make popular movies. Like I think JJ right. Abrams, Superman would be a great fucking Superman movie. You know, um, he would do a but, good job. But, yeah. I definitely but, think nobody, I wouldn't complain about him. But anyone in that camp, though, like they get it. They know how to make money makers. They like went to the school of J.J. Abrams, you know, like they can make a good movie. And some of them right. are like, like, you know, like Matt Reeves hasn't done anything. I guess the Planet of the Apes movies are big, but I feel like, you know, it's not like a superhero movie. But I think any of these guys could handle that or like Sweden camp. Anyone who works with him can make a good movie like, you know, if Whedon did, that'd be hilarious. But you know what? I'm, I would make everybody happy i think too at the same time yeah why I mean, not he's not he's i mean he's done with marvel he's written yeah. one woman scripts before i mean dude there's a, a lot of good choices out there and i think dc for me needs to make some of these get away from like the maybe the big huge budget like directors who make like you know the tentpole movies or whatever they, they need, need to, to like go there man Saul near yeah, man, tap his ass for something. Yeah, I mean, if uh, I honestly would, would much rather have him do like a Justice League Dark movie than Doug Lyman. That you that would be great, but I feel like Lyman is 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 kind of locked in. Oh. I think he I, no, no, I agree. It I sucks. Just... It's it's kind of sad. That's a good topic, by the way, Justice League Dark. But uh, <laughs> uh, oh shit, yeah. we should do a mini review of the animated film before you jump off. Yeah, uh, since yeah. we didn't do it last time, but um, twenty minutes left on this thing, man. Um, you want to. Hard pivot to that real quick. Yeah, we can do that. All right. So we're uh <laughs> abrupt finish of the Batman director <laughs> topic. Um, any last comments on that? Uh nothing. Just agree with Matt Reeves. I hope he actually gets it. I hope he signs something like tomorrow that like yeah. that way we can all rest easy because I know I haven't <laughs> been sleeping well because I don't know who's directing the Batman. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, 
I think it's a pretty good pick. Uh, the Planet of the Apes, uh, what Rise of the Planet of the Apes is the second one. Pretty dark too. Rise is and, the first. Oh, Rise and then Dawn. Dawn and then War will be the third. Dawn. So Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is pretty dark. There's obviously an element of darkness in Batman. You need that. Guy can handle action. Big budget. He's in with Warner Brothers. I mean, yeah, it, it's a it's a good pick, and it's weird because nobody's really talked about this guy. People have seen his movies, but I don't remember people like really talking about him before this Batman. Uh, do you call it casting I mean, whenever it's a director? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for him, it's like if he gets it, like he has to be. It's a smart move if you're a director. Like you get to direct a fucking Batman movie. So if it if it is halfway decent, like if you can look at it and go, it's better than Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad, you have a fucking hit. Right. You can do anything you want for Warner Brothers after this. Like he'll probably have to direct another Batman movie at some point. You know. He could be like, the new you know, Nolan, man. You know, like that, or you know, just I I feel like the guy like handles a lot of weird properties, you know, like so I I just kind of want to know what he wants to do. Like, what property would he like? Or if he has an original script that's just sitting there that's fucking brilliant, like, maybe we'll get to see that. Like, you could be right. right. It could be the next Nolan where he's like, big budget action comic book movie, then small little thing I want to do, and then, you know, maybe we get the next Inception or some crazy-ass shit. We're like, holy fuck, Matt Reeves, you've been sitting on right. some awesome shit. But right. good choice. I'm down. I'm I'm ready. I hope he gets it. I th it's. So. I'm pretty sure we'll hear about that as of tomorrow. By the time this podcast comes out, <laughs> this will probably already be an old issue. Yeah, we can all rest easy. <laughs> right. Has a director. <laughs> all right. So now the hard pivot to Justice League Dark, and this is totally at, well, not totally at random, but because we did talk about doing this, but we kind of forgot to do it until in the middle of this episode. <laughs> uh, I feel like Maddie. I feel like you're gonna be harder on this than than me because this is like way up your alley this is a creature feature in a sense i mean it's there yeah. are creatures in it and stuff um i don't think mine will be as long as what you gotta say probably so i'll just i'll just go but uh i liked it i think that it's probably the best one i've seen in a while out of these dc animated movies because you know i wasn't a huge fan of the aquaman one that came out and i really wanted that one to be good yeah, I really did, but it, it just, yeah, it just kind of fell flat. I didn't see the Suicide Squad one, but the Son of Batman with Damien, yeah, uh, you know that one could have been good too. You know, this is coming from the team that that gave us uh, Under the Red Hood, man. I mean, that's one of the best fucking Batman movies I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, and my other two favorites are uh, Justice League Doom. I think is my favorite one. Good one. And I like War too. And I like I, th I thought I liked War more than Doom when I first saw it, but after a couple more viewings, I'm like, nah, Doom's still kind of up there. So Doom and Under the Red Hood, that's kind of my barometer. Those are the best that they've done in recent mm -hmm. years. And this one wasn't as good as those, but it was up there. I thought it was weird that they went with a shit monster. Spoilers, by the way. But there's a yeah. whole there's a monster literally made of shit that Batman's fighting. <laughs> yeah you know so that was kind of insane and um batman feels a little out of place to be honest they have to put batman in everything to sell anything other than comics and even in comics yeah. you know he's in probably more than half of them which i get it it's you got to put on your producer hat with this shit 
but Batman fighting a bunch of magic characters, it's just like it's like Batman at the end of Batman versus Superman. It, it's Superman and Wonder Woman doing everything. Batman's barely doing shit. <laughs> he's he's got to put, yeah. be put in the right spot at the right time. But I like I like Constantine, of course. Uh, Etrigan, great. It reminded me of him from the Justice League cartoon, which I did not see until like three years ago, by the way. But <laughs> I, I binged that shit. I, I love that series. And uh, what else? Uh, uh, what were the other characters? Oh, Swamp Thing shows up. Wish I could have had more Swamp Thing. Oh, Could have done more with Swamp Thing, but he was handled well. Uh, Zatanna, I got to tell you, I'm not super into Zatanna. I I just don't really. I know she's showing her legs off and everything, but I just don't like that design. I don't. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like if you're going with magical characters, don't give me a fucking real magician or a magician that we see at Vegas. Constantine makes sense to me because he's. He's a dude that's into the occult. He's yeah. he's kind of in an occult, in a cult, right? Yeah. So, well, no, Constantine is a loner. He uh, he's a, uh, he's a, yeah he's a loner, but he knows everything about magic though. Like he plays himself off as this kind of like that's what's so great about Constantine is that like you think he's just like what the fuck is he gonna do? This guy's like a fucking demon wizard motherfucker from the realm of like whatever the fuck. Like what's Constantine yeah. gonna do? But then he does some shitty thing to save the day. And you're like, holy fuck, Constantine's like a fucking badass. I mean, he's great and it's cool that what's the name matt ryan yes that he's he's keeping up with that character just own that shit dude i'm glad you i'm glad he's staying with that shit yeah i know that's great <clears throat> i'm glad that cw seed is giving he's giving him his own animated show because like i mean if that's cheaper for them to produce those little shorts then like keep this oh, dude as fucking constantine it's probably cheaper and it's cool that he's really owning that character it's it's awesome and uh um but yeah just what i wanted to finish up with that Zatanna she's fine I don't hate her but I just kind of like give me a more fantastic fantasy or Constantine type magician character a stage show magician it's just I don't know I just don't need it I just don't like the design I guess uh she's not that good in injustice either uh <laughs> I don't know anyway uh but yes yeah, so overall overall i thought it was it was good pretty good as rated r too so i don't know all right i'm done what do you think maddie um i really liked it um i'm gonna agree with you with like the batman stuff like i really could have done like maybe him introduce the team and then be like here go off and do this thing and then justice league show up at the end and be like good job do you guys want to become yeah, part like could a have side sword could have been a spinoff like of- oh i've got to do that and then catch catch batman in this adventure in this movie, you know, I don't know, yeah. something like that. Anyway, go but, ahead. No, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I just didn't think it was super necessary for him to be in it that much. I don't think he took away from it at all because he kind of did like you didn't see that much from him. He threw like a bat- battering that would explode to kind of help save the day. Right. I'm kind of with you. I actually think his part in the Justice League Dark made more sense than it did in um, Batman versus Superman because <laughs> it was more more believable that he could actually help save the day um right right and i mean that 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 uh, fight scene with doomsday dude he's not doing shit no not at all uh and i actually think this is like uh you know it it just reconfirms that suicide squad should have been that storyline should have been a justice league dark movie an animated movie or something but like right i don't know like guns fighting fucking beings from another time and magic just doesn't make sense to me but uh um yeah man i really enjoyed it being the first like rated r like 
cartooned with them was I, I was like, this is strange. Um, but the opening of that movie is pretty fucking brutal, dude. People are just murdering themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like yeah, it's, we're we're leaning pretty, into the R. Yeah, because I was like, how R is this going to be? And like literally, like the first ten minutes, you're like, holy fuck! Like anything can happen. <laughs> uh, I like the team. Right. Um, I like Dead Man, but that accent because he's like Boston from Boston, like kills me. It's just it's so thick. Yeah. I just don't I just don't think it fits his character. But that's why I he's forgot about Dead Man. Like about Dead Man, so you know, I made this cosplay movie with, I think, the first quasi live action. I say quasi because it's a documentary. Yeah, but live action scenes of any kind of Dead Man because I don't think there were any Dead Man fan films either. Yeah, I might hold this record, guys. Me and my <laughs> the people that helped make the movie, the yeah. short film. And anyway. I portrayed him like only badass. Yeah. So it kind of feels like maybe I did the wrong. I didn't portray the character correctly, but maybe it's Boston brand on a bad day. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe he just was already pissed and you can read the movie like that. But uh, yeah, he's usually kind of just jokey as fuck, huh? Yeah. Um, which I, I mean, I liked him. I think like everything he did in the movie like made sense. I got why I was there. Uh, kind of wish Swamp Thing was in it a little more. I was kind of, yeah. I thought because he does get he does Swamp Thing gets pulled apart in the movie, but then there's no conclusion to like what happened to him because Alex Holland, who is the Swamp Thing we're following, gets pulled out of by a, a oh demon. that's right his body is so. So his body is in the Swamp Thing, right? Alec yeah, Alec. this is it's not the Alan Moore version of Swamp Thing. Right. Which is where like plant life just eats him and retains his memories and then they create what they think a human should look like. But there's an actual body yeah. in the middle of Swamp Thing. Yeah, there's an actual body in it, which I think was like the first like when they first did it. Um the first uh, Swamp Thing was this. So they're not going off the Alan Moore one, which is fine. Like I like both. They're both fun. I like Alan Moore's a little more, but um so that was kind of like, I was like, well, hopefully they're going to do something at the end and let me know what happened to Swamp Thing. But I don't know if they're setting up for like another Justice League Dark animated. Um, but I liked it. I'm with you with Matt Ryan. He is, he's like the, like, he's like Hugh Jackman. I know he hasn't done that much, but he like, when the show came out, I watched every episode, was trying to support as best I could. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, because I like, I think a Constantine show would be great. I think it needed to be on another channel. Constantine is like an FX show. Like it needs to be hard, gritty. And as rated R as you can get it, you That'd know. Um, effects, yeah. Um, I think CW, if they would have picked it up, would have been good. Like I think they would have, it would have stayed in the realm of like Arrow, but I think they probably could have done a little more than like a, a big major network, right? Because you know they can only do so much. But I, I'm with you. I'm glad he's owning this character, and it's become him. You know, it's like I can't see anyone else doing it. He's kind of locked this character in because, like, I mean, he looks like him. You know, it's blonde hair. It's not a lot. You know, he has the British right. accent. Um, right. I know. Yeah. But, um, He's great. I like Xantana. I, I get why you don't like her. But I think the thing is in the movie, the only reason she is a real magician is because when she uses real magic, it like fucks her up. So it's kind of like, uh, I feel like she's like kind of like the Scarlet Witch, like where she's really super powerful, but it's like it has effects. Like, because right. after she does like a really big moment in the film, she's like tired, like she's like passed out. Um, so I feel like she's, there's probably more stuff to explore with her. It's just like, maybe it gets too dark. So like, how dark can you do that on a, 
you know, anything else. So I haven't, I haven't read a bunch of stuff with her in it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. She's just, she's one of those characters like, yeah, you know, maybe I'd like Huntress more than her, you know, so I don't know she's not a magical character, but eh, she's just kind of like uh, not, not top tier to me. Let's just say that. Yeah. I mean, I think she's, I mean, you, I feel like you had to throw in some kind of female character at this point though. Cause like it's a true. cast of dudes. Um, true, true. I, I like that they introduce it with Batman cause Batman makes sense to me. They would kind of round up these people. Right. Um, I also like that he's like the naysayer of like, mm, until someone shows me a lot of magic, I don't believe it. You know? I, I, think I think that's, that's always part of Batman's character, right? He's kind of a, he's a detective. He's a logical scientific yeah. guy. So he's, He's really out of his element when it when it comes to magic shit. But once he gets shown it, you know he would of course believe it. But yeah, he doesn't believe it till he sees it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was a little solid. Like I'm kind of with you. It's up there with some of my favorites. I mean, I love like monsters. I thought the main dude that they fought was really fucking cool looking. Like yeah, it was it was good action that, too. Yeah, um, uh, I was trying to think if there was anything else. Like yeah, I wanted more Swamp Thing. I'm a big Swamp Thing fan. Um, Really cool shit, shit monster. I, I thought that, you know, I don't, it's okay. I'm not like opposed to it. I felt like they were maybe paying a little homage to uh, Kevin Smith in there. With you his, think so? uh, shit demon from, uh, from Dogma. Um, I just oh feel like God. that's a bit of a stretch unless this. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, it was a funny scene. I think there was trying to be a little bit of comedy there with like Batman and everyone. And uh, yeah. Overall, I liked it. I, I that, hope they do more. I hope they get line, another animated movie. That line with Batman saying, uh, I have a butler. That was just almost yeah. kind of cringeworthy. And maybe if I was a kid, I would have loved that. But it's just like... Ah, it's a rated R movie. They made this movie for adults. For like, us, right? I was like, this is uh, not as good as the rest of the movie. And they wanted this line to be really cool. They put this movie, this line in the trailer. And it just, yeah. I, I was just like, oh God, I know this is comic book shit, but this is too much. I know it's supposed to yeah, be a just, cheesy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. I'm with you in the DC movies. Like, I feel like I like Flashpoint Paradox. That's that was good. Yeah. I like that one. With you, you know, like, I liked, um, most of them. I liked, uh, what you call it? What's the latest Batman one that, oh, uh, Killing Joke. That one was okay. I you know uh, I, I posted that I liked it, but looking back on it, I just don't know if I'd see it again. I didn't like the stuff that they add. It could have just been like a forty-five minute movie. The thing that like I didn't mind the stuff that they added. I just thought the animation was very shitty for such an iconic comic book. Right? Yeah, I know, right? And they spent a bunch of money on the Dark Knight uh, Returns. Uh, yeah, and that was that was so good. That was a good one. Yeah, that was one of the good ones. It's like every two or three, they get one that's real good, you know. Yeah, this was I, I, this was definitely a, a you know a, a good one. The Killing Joke I didn't like because there was this one scene where it's a flashback with the Joker talking to the henchman. Yeah, and um, he uh, there's like a weird animation thing where it's like it wasn't finished, but it flashes back and forth a couple of times. Uh huh. And I was like, it, to me, it felt like a mistake because it's like this character looked this way once, and then something wasn't colored in or something. I forget what it was, but it like annoyed me. I was like, "Are you kidding me? This is like the fucking killing joke here." Like, and I'm sh like, the people you got to voice it, and then, you know, yeah, to draw it, voices, animate right? it. It's like, yeah, I mean, why is it so shitty? You know, right. 
I mean, I don't know. And Dark Knight Returns was awesome. I thought it was great. I loved watching it. I'm finally glad that they're releasing it on all in one film. I don't know why the fuck they didn't do that in the first place. Yeah, that was stupid. They, well, they did that to make money. Oh, yeah, I understand. But it's like, come on. Yeah. Like, how much do these little animated movies make? You know, like, what did it make that big of a difference? Right. I mean, if it was like if it was like a big budget movie that they were just doing, adapting it, I could see a two part. But it's just like them, an animated thing. They should make a Swamp Thing movie now, dude. Just get the fuck over with it. I mean, wasn't that Charles Sewell run? <laughs> And uh, who who the fuck had head of that Snyder right? Did Scott Snyder do that too? That first fifty two run? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so I mean, you got like really good guys that did a new reboot. I guess they rebooted it again. I haven't read any. I actually haven't read any Rebirth. I'd want to, but I just haven't gotten around to it. But uh, anyway, I liked yeah, a lot of the writing, good, man. Just I don't know. We're we're obviously just big fans of Swamp Thing, and there's rumors that he's going to be in Justice too, but they haven't announced his ass yet. I'm yeah, pissed I off. Mean, <laughs> I want him in there. It'll come. It'll come. Uh, yeah, I, I think DC at this point, like they have their staple characters and they're coming out with all these movies. Justice League's coming out. I, I think it's definitely time for them to maybe try something like go not do like maybe go a little darker or try that route. Because I mean, like their films are already dark. Why wouldn't you just go with some of the darkest characters? And I mean, they're doing it with Justice League Dark now. They could do the so Alan I Moore run. I mean, come on. You'd already did Alan Moore runs before, obviously. I mean, yeah. shitty-ass animation, but it's obviously not out of your uh, wheelhouse to do this, and that's an iconic run. It's got Batman in it, too. They should fucking do the Alan Moore swamp. Oh, fuck. It's killing me. This shit's killing me, dude. Dude, I totally agree. I just... I, I Whatever they're doing now doesn't seem to be working. So why not... <laughs> like, why not choose some of these random characters that people, like, might be hard sells, like... It could end up being doing very well. I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like a Swamp Thing movie is what we need as people. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see creatures again. I hope. I, I got, I'm 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 a bad Swamp Thing fan. I've never seen the second movie. I saw the first one oh. in '89. They're yeah, they're both terrible. The series is good though. You know that that Swamp Thing movie came out in 1989, the first one, but yeah. of course, West completely over shadowed by batman because that was tim burton oh, yeah. Batman year so uh but still got and a sequel also, somehow i don't know how that and, happened but. and it's also like a b horror movie too like this isn't like top of the line like shit right. here you know like they didn't like it's not a like i think west did west craven do the first one uh i think so um so like i mean i, I don't don't get me wrong i love me some west craven but you're getting a certain type of movie so yeah. um Oh, they came out in 1982, dude. 82? Oh, but then we, the second one was in 89. Yeah, Wes Craven directed that one. And Return of the Swamp Thing is more of like, I love his suit. I love the look of him. Yeah, he was, uh, I, I, I thought I remember it was 89. Uh, we'll have to look that up later. Dude, I'm about to have to go, though. This is, sorry, the, this is a kind of a quick episode, but I'm about to see Lego Batman. And, cool, dude, uh, yeah. So that's why I kind of have to leave early this week. Um, cool. It sounds good. We both like Justice League Dark. Watch it. Support it. And, I want more of it. And John Wick should fight Batman. All right. Uh, I'd watch that. I'd read that comic, <laughs> watch that movie. Dude, that would be amazing. All right. So I got I got to go, guys. <laughs> Sorry, this is a quick uh, ending, but that's, uh, that's just how it is this week. Yep. See you guys. See ya.
Hey everybody, this is Andrew from Superhouse. I'm just here to remind you guys to check out our Patreon page. It's at patreon.com slash superhousepodcast. And also we have an email. You can email us directly at superhousepodcast at gmail.com. And we are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please check us out there. Thanks.